Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bear Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. This is Playing Around with Paige Renee. Am, am I starting why the not? next hey, episode? You know what? Hey, I never why, start the episode. Why not? Go ahead. Give it, give it, give it, give me an announcery start. Okay. This is Playing Around with Paige Renee. Well done. Did I nail that? Uh, a, yes. Okay. A little good. bit of nailing. A that little was a, bit. That was a little nailing. bit of nailing. So I was sitting down the other day, and everyone was, "Are you insecure about your hand size?" No. Do you have big hands? Yes. I have kind of big hands. I can palm a basketball. You do have big hands. Jeez, you have huge hands. Yes. So you know, everyone was talking about Joe Burrow's hand size being small for right. football. Right. And I was thinking, like, does hand size matter in golf? Like, do you need, do you think that it's better to have larger hands or smaller hands to be a better player? Because, like, obviously they say that in football, and I think the same is for other sports. Like, sure, for basket, all other basketball. sports, you would need to have bigger hands. Right. And in football, they literally just listed all the hand sizes of all the top rated quarterbacks um, uh, in the NFL. So for, for ball sports, in general, yes. Golf, good question. Because then you're wrapping like big hands around. I mean, the grips are standard. You can oversize them a little bit yeah. if you want. But I mean, I I would say no. Because, and, and the other thing with golf, and you, you know this way better than I do, but your hands are really not part of the game that much. Well, for your game. games, you have no short game. <laughs> I know. I, it was eight. It took eight. <laughs> Producer Tori, how long was that until she just. How long was that? It took exactly three minutes. Three minutes. Congratulations. We have a new record. Three minutes. I will also say, I just looked up the quarterbacks with the biggest hands. Um, I actually don't know how to pronounce his last name. Brett Favre? Favre. Have you ever seen something about Mary? Favre. Favre. Really? Yeah. How how big are his hands? F-A-V-R-E. What? It's F-A-V-R-E. Oh, it's Favre. Okay. (laughs) I just tested you and you passed. Drew Brees is second and Russell Wilson is third. What are the, what is it? What's the hand size? 10.38 inches for Brett Favre. 
Drew Brees, 10.25. <laughs> I already know. I already messed up. No, and then Russell it. Wilson, 10.25. And Joe's were, what, nine inches, they said? I don't know. They I'll were, look it up yeah. one second. Look it up. Producer look it up. But uh, I don't think it, I think smaller hands are better for golf. Okay. Do you, and you said you have big hands, you I said? feel like I have, like, bigger hands for... I don't know. So I have like this thing where I have dated guys with only small hands. So I think that I now don't actually know what my hand size is because I've only dated guys with small hands. And I realized this when I was eating, they were (laughs) on a date and I never really noticed. I was like, they look a little bit disproportionate to his body, (laughs) but like you don't notice it. And all of a sudden he, he grabbed a burger and he lifted the burger up. And do you remember that old Burger King commercial with the guy with like the baby hands? And he was just holding this massive burger. And I was like, holy sh! your hands are so tiny. Did you say that? Yeah. Oh, no. It was like in Deadpool when he like loses his hands and he's growing it back. And he has like these baby hands. And I like looked over and I'm like, you have the smallest hands. He's like, yeah, but you have big hands. So I don't know if I have big hands or I just tend to go for guys with like smaller hands. Oh, well, and, do, and because you're just... homeschooled, I do have to say, can we talk about, do you know the implications of big and small hands? Yes, I do. Okay. But, okay, I will say that I believe that, and this goes for what we were talking about in sports, too. Is it better to have small or big hands? And I think that it's not the size that matters, it's how you use them. There we go. Mm. That's what every, yeah, okay. Uh, Do you know that if your hand covers your entire face, you have big hands? Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to warn her. (laughs) I try to warn you. <laughs> Homeschool. That's it. You I'm just get, you a very learn. trusting person. <laughs> and oh, I see the best in people. And I didn't think you were going to smack <laughs> me in my face. Did Such you? a big hand thing to do. <laughs> Meaning you're Wait, dick. instead of big dick energy, is it big hand energy yes, now? Yes. B-H-E. Producer Tori has brothers, I'm guessing. One brother. Yeah. And he did that to you, I'm sure. <laughs> I feel like my dad did. But it was like all like these guys, like when they were like in second grade. <laughs> does he have big hands? <laughs> Who? Your brother? I feel like he does. Yeah. He's like six four. Okay. He's okay. a baseball player. Okay. So maybe both of you guys can confirm or deny this. Um, the rumors about big hands. Is, I, it, is it run true or gosh, you don't have really to pay attention to it, to be honest, but I'm sorry. Before we move you, on to this one second, I want to, are you report- just trying to prove this point because you have big hands? <laughs> <laughs> I got size 13 feet too. Before we move on to this intriguing subject, yes. um, Joe Burrow's hands are nine inches. But I will say Patrick Mahomes yes. is 9.25. So I don't know if it really, at, like, Patrick Mahomes. He's a uh, Super Bowl quarterback. That's right. Oh, good job, Producer Tori. Thank you for what? the Chiefs. Oh, <laughs> she got it. Tw- two for two. <laughs> Sweating over here. That was so that, good for you. Thank All right. You. So the, the question is. Because of this unit of measurement, I am unfamiliar with. Are you familiar with the, the how they measure? Isn't it when you s- spread your hand wide, it's from thumb to uh, pinky? Is that how you do it, or think, is it from bottom of your palm to your index finger or your middle finger? I I think it's it, you put it against your face. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're not doing that again. <laughs> um, well, let's get a tape measure then. I I have like four tape measures in my. Car, I feel like guys just like measuring things. I think you're right. 
Yeah. I, I think you're right. And their their tape measure seems to be a lot bigger than what is actually there. So who knows? Okay. All right. So uh, yeah, there is an Iri- there is an Irish measurement for sure. But I don't think there. I haven't noticed hand size. On on a on a on a on like a, inch, uh, a love interest. Yeah, I, they just all have small hands. It's just this weird thing. All of them? No, not all of them. But like, I've been with guys with smaller hands. It's like a thing. I guess I just gravitate towards guys with small hands. Like maybe that's one of your turn-ons. No, it's, it's definitely not. But I don't discriminate against guys with small hands. Well, obviously not. In fact, you, it, it, it sounds like you gravitate towards guys with small hands. I don't know. Well, I would. I have a take. So if I was a guy, I would probably prefer to have smaller hands because then everything else feels bigger. <laughs> Like, <laughs> can you imagine, like, if you have some baby hands, like, how big everything feels to you? <laughs> talking about a sweet thing. <laughs> I think that's a valid point. Right? Like, yes. they probably just have so much. Maybe that's why guys with small hands just have, like, a lot of confidence, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, that is a great take, and you have just become the—that's the anthem for the Small Hands of America <laughs> organization right I now. I'm all for guys with small hands. I'm all for it. Well, and I and I think it does help your golf game because that was the original question. Okay. Yeah. I, I I think it's a good thing. I don't. I don't. I, I to be honest with you, I don't know about the golf thing. The rest of it is just absolute gold. If are you guys ask me. like insecure about their hands? Absolutely, small? absolutely. Guys are insecure about every single thing. Guys are insecure about their hair. Their see, I get their hair. Sc- I get height. I can see that. But hand size. I mean, it's not like you're. Do you? So when you're with a like a group of guys, are you guys like comparing hand sizes? Um. Uh. Hmm. We. We have checked them out. Okay. We have checked them out before. Yeah. Yes, for sure. And lum- like someone will say, what do you like think you of a guy hands. with small hands? Well, it, usually the joke, you know, it's a joke right away. Oh, pity, small hands or cute little hands. Yeah. You know, so, or it's something like that if you're being like, guy. But, do you think they started the coronavirus then so they never have to shake anyone else's hands anymore? It's actually guys with small hands who started this? Yes. Hmm. I'm on to something today. Call the CDC right now. <laughs> PG has got the answer. Listen, I think our listeners need to weigh in on this. Do you think this affects your game when you have tiny hands in the golf realm? Right. I forgot what we were even talking about. Yeah, I know. We got (laughs) a little far off. Thanks. thanks And you know what, Ben, right in. Is this an insecurity? I feel like there's no way. I don't, I mean, I don't think it would be unless you have someone like Josh being like, you have tiny hands. Then, yeah, I would be really insecure about my hand size. Well, I mean, you can't. Look, when you talk about bo- do- guys, they're boys, right? Yeah. And actually, like, usually I will not notice small hands. I will notice big hands because I'll shake someone's hand. And, if and you hand instantly is- respect them more if they have, like, big hands or a firm handshake. Oh, firm, firm handshakes. Firm handshake. See, that's the other thing is we're, we're talking about the outliers. Oh, like, like you have a problem with me? Firm? Like... Yeah, like what when you're going in for a handshake. So I am fascinated by how guys greet each other. Like I don't 
when you're so I have a lot of anxiety, obviously, but I have a lot of anxiety about like greeting people. Do you yeah. go for the hug? Do you go for the handshake? Do you go for like the, the side kiss? But with guys, I don't know how you guys do it because you go for like these weird like you like grab and then you hold in and then you kind of like hit the chest. <laughs> like th- how do you know what you're going to do? You absolutely don't. And you really I mean, really, the best people are just uh, are, are really good on their feet, you yeah. know, like. Because you can go out for one of these, but if you go out like this and go for the hug, then someone's held out like this and then you got to slap it away and say, no, come on, I'm a hug or, or like it does, it can get really awkward. So you really just have to improvise. Yeah. And I mean, look, you, you have dudes, you hug, you have dudes that don't hug, you know, and pound it. And you have some that you slap and pound and sometimes you do the, 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 so if you have, bring it in. So if you have small hands and you're insecure about your small hand size, then do you go for the pound then? Or what would be your go-to because you don't want to shake someone's hand and feel insecure? I guess I guess you go with the pound or just say, hey, I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger. <laughs> That's a good one. That's, I say. <laughs> so anytime some guy does that, now I'm going to be like, you have small hands, sir. <laughs> okay, so email us at par at iheartradio.com or follow us and DM us at uh, Playing Around Podcast and let us know. Do small hands hinder your golf game? We're just measuring Pro hand tour. size right Pro now. Tour. This is all we've been doing no, this I entire do have segment. Large hands. Not weirdly. It is. You have solid mitts. <laughs> you have solid mitts is what we call that. Men, is this an insecurity of yours? Please write in and hug or handshake. Well, what's the proper way to greet someone? These are all the questions we need answered. So again, email us, DM us, PAR at iHeartRadio.com or follow us on Instagram at Playing Around Podcast. Nice. How tall are you? 5'11", 5'10". See, that's, that's another reason though. Proportion, right? Height? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. We'll be back after this break. <laughs> Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. 
But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. All right, we're back from break, and I've got PG rolling because I have one more question out there for the subscribers. Is there a guy out there with tiny hands and a massive Johnson? <laughs> like, is, the, is, is that a thing? I'm just, okay, have you seen that? <laughs> um, it's like a meme where it was like a tiny hamster trying to, like, eat a banana. And there's... And there's little your guy visual. with these baby hands with just massive. <laughs> yeah, there's your visual. Okay. Well, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Josh, have you seen Mean Girls? The movie? The movie. Tina Fey. Oh. You've seen the movie? Yes. Okay. So do you remember the scene in the movie where they're describing the lunch tables and like all of the cliques that sit in the lunch tables? Yes. So I, <laughs> I made my own tables for golf media. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. So if we were all at a lunch table with golf media, where would people sit? And like, what would be um, the reason why they're sitting there? Okay. And so when you see golf, golf media, you mean in general golf media, not a specific thing. Uh, So I wanted to do, I thought if I did all of golf, it would be too much because you have the PGA tour, but then there's so many different clicks inside the tour. So sure. I was like, let's just start with golf media. Great. And so that covers print, digital media, um, mostly social. And I'm just going to put this out there that this is probably going to be the meanest thing that I am ever going to do. It's very shady. And I want to apologize to all of my friends because I'm directly attacking you all including myself oh so you're i'm going but in. You're, you're still gonna do it oh i'm doing it but, you're but i want people to know that i it's not these are not my personal opinions this is just kind of what i have seen and heard people talk about a lot of inside jokes so i think people are going to enjoy it and people are probably going to not talk to me but they already hate me anyway so what else are they going to do so drop the hammer Okay, so we got the first table is old stuffy golf media, white affluent above 50 years old, thinks print media is the bee's knees, (laughs) hates fun, loves tradition, only time he doesn't need Viagra is when he's watching the Masters. (laughs) And and he starts every sentence with, well, back in my day. Oh, yes. (laughs) Do you have anything to add to that one? Um, wait, I do. I totally do. Um, well, this is your generation, so how do you watch golf? Oh. Burn. Oh, you didn't apologize before being completely <laughs> freaking mean, producer Tori. No, I have nothing to add. <laughs> 
I <laughs> nothing. Got nothing on that one. I have tons. Okay, give me your best one. Um, stock tips. They all trade stock tips with each other. Mm, insider trading. Insider insider trading. Perfect. Criminal. Yes. Criminal. <laughs> icy trading. hot is the most used thing. And they call. <laughs> and they all? smell like icy hot. Smell like icy <laughs> hot. And they call them and short, alcohol. And they call them short pants. <laughs> What? Okay, you really are old. I know what you're talking about. I'm not over 50. Okay, next we have new arrogant young media. I fall into this one and then I also fall into the next category. So, white affluent and below 50, leader of woke golf Twitter, (laughs) makes the content all about themselves. They take everything personally. That one is me. Uh, Thinks high fiving pros is groundbreaking content. This is, um, people will know who this is. A shame to be called an influencer because they only have unbiased opinions, yet they accept money to promote products, a.k.a. influence people to buy said product, a.k.a. they are influencers. And back in my day, <laughs> back those in my were commercial day. actors. <laughs> Do you have anything to add to young, arrogant, woke that's you, Medium. right? That's you, right? I fall half into this one and half into the next one. Okay, let me ask you: Can you can you throw anyone else under the bus into that? In that? Oh, I could keep. I could keep I going. Know. I thought you were going to. I thought you were going to name someone. You so you will know who I'm talking about by what I'm saying, okay. but I'm not directly calling them out because I am friends with some of them. But, Got it. Okay. But they've also said like bad things about me behind my back, so I guess it's fine. I can do it now too. You could totally drop someone's name. <laughs> I could, but you'll know. People know. Okay. Um, you're so a lot of that was inside jokes for um as you would like to call it the Twitter or the Instagram. <laughs> so you might not get those as much, but the, 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 pe- other people will know. Okay. And another disclaimer, I'm just joking. Please have a sense of humor about this because I do want some friends after this. Wait, I think Paige, you did. I think I remember you saying they're not my followers. They're my friends. I'm not talking about my followers. These are people in the industry. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. Next one. We have the IG golf girls. Oh, here we go. So I am the leader of this, the OG of the golf girls. Posts in bikinis, but also wants to be taken seriously. (laughs) Once had hashtag road to the LPGA tour in their bio, but now is exploring other options in golf media because you know what? Growing the game is really a big passion of mine. (laughs) Only takes... Literally just calling myself out on every single one. Only takes videos from certain angles to show off their assets, but actually never showed the real ball flight. So they could be hitting it a foot and no one cares because they have their TNA out. Yeah, they're not they're not looking for ball flight. Yeah. Puts up a Venmo for Q school and then misses the cut in first stage by 20 shots. But you know what, guys? They're going to get it next year. <laughs> Claims dress codes are outdated, but really, we just really want to show off our titties because duh, engagement. There we go. <laughs> you are putting yourself out there. Um, everyone hates each other and talks behind each other's backs, but then posts a story about how important female empowerment is and growing the game for women. Oh, my God. That's so true. Isn't it? That is really true. <laughs> like, I'll have girls like unfollow me and they're like, I'm really disappointed in your choices because of what you're wearing. And the next post is like tits out on a beach in a bikini. And they're like, you know, I'm just like being my true self and female empowerment oh my god this is not actually Paige. that one's not even that funny because it's just so 
like these are all f- on the nose. No, these are all funny because they're so true. Yeah. Okay, we got IG golf guys. <laughs> Thinks they are uh, okay. So we got IG golf guys next. Thinks they aren't on tour because the world is against them, but really they just aren't good enough. True. Shits on the IG golf girls, but they are doing the exact same thing. That's a personal one. Guys need to get over that. I I totally I think they I think use, the world I think the world no like subscribes to what you just they said. use they'll like make fun of IG golf girls as like clickbait to get engagement because they they can't think of creative enough content on their own to push out their own content yeah for sure they'll literally take what you've done make fun, make of, fun it. of it and I'm like and you're then, just using my content yes, but yes. thanks spends hours this is a um. This is only for the Arizona guys. You know who you are. Shout out you. Spends hours at Coronado and lives for the Pro Scratch League. That one, that's a, that's going to be a hit with the Arizona guys. I know you're not laughing, but that was a good one. I'm I'm trying to think of it, if that's the same thing I'm thinking about. It's basically like a mini tour in Arizona, yeah. like money game that everyone plays. Yep. The, and they think that they, they go out there with like their staff bag and think like tomorrow's their big break. And right. it's it's not. They're like just donating money. Their schedule is compromised of pre-qualifiers to the Monday qualifiers. <laughs> Next one. We got Trick Shot and Sniper Gang. Judgmental towards highball hitters and people who can't juggle. So a... a What's for, a for, sniper? I was just going to explain it. Basically, it's a... <laughs> There was a spider headed for you. It was headed, and it was so fast. It was just like burning across that pillow. I just saved your life. Oh my god! Where is it? I want you to see it. I'm good. Okay. All right. Are you okay with spiders? I'm with spiders. Apparently, you're not. Maybe it was. I feel like everything that you're doing is just to show off your big hands. <laughs> like you did not. <laughs> like you did not have to hit that. Pillow as hard as he did for everyone who is listening right now. There was a spider, like, I don't know, like a foot, o- two feet away, three feet away from my head. And Josh just takes his, his massive <laughs> mitt and just slams it like an inch from my face as hard as he possibly could. And I, the spider's probably still there and nothing happened. I got it. <laughs> I got it. Okay, Sniper. We got to go back to Sniper one because I'm pretty sure that not everyone knows what you're talking about on this one. Basically, when you see it on Instagram, it's this... You see it from... Normally, the guys do it from... You won't get the next one, so I'll explain it. Most of the guys, it's a really low ball shot. So it's like a knockdown shot, a a stinger, stinger. sniper, whatever you want to call it. But they shoot it from this low angle, and so you can see the ball rise up, and people think it's like the coolest thing ever. Oh, I, yeah, I don't even follow any of anyone that does that. Well, well, you're actually the only one I really follow in golf. <laughs> it's because you're part of the um, old stuffy golf media. Uh, hey, in my day, and we back in didn't my day, need to follow. <laughs> okay, so we have trick shot. They followed us <laughs> six feet behind. There's another one. <laughs> okay, that's like I'm not so gonna, little. I'm not gonna lie. I have arachnophobia. So, like, this, <laughs> my hero. <laughs> I like generally do though, so I'm like trying to like not panic, even though it's the size of literally an ant. Okay, we got it though. We got it. Sorry. Okay, so we got trick shot and sniper gang. Judgmental towards highball hitters and people who can't juggle. So that are makes you, more sense now, right? Yes. Okay. Are you a highball hitter? I am a highball hitter. 
Does, well, everyone, like know, does everyone know that you actually can? Have I been clear enough that everyone to everyone that you can hit the crap out of the ball? We're getting around to it. I okay. think they'll figure it out eventually. Okay. okay. Thinks they invented the low angle riser shot. Dorks. <laughs> it's small so hand, small hands no so this is like it's a big thing so there's a lot of inside drama in the golf community especially among influencers on mostly instagram and so people will get really defensive over like i invented this shot you have to credit me and you have to do this and you have to it's like a it's a thing is this a real, real thing, or is this really like super specific to like you and seven other people? Yes and no. If you are in the golf industry, you know how protective people get about this. Give me how, uh, roughly how many uh, thousands of people are in that circle. What would you say? The thing is that these are they are inside jokes, and so the people who I guess it is actually specific because me and like the. 50 other people who are doing this are going to find this hilarious because that is <laughs> so dead on. It actually like hurts in my soul. Um, so this is for the trick shot people. Okay. Never gets actual credit when a hot girl steals idea and half does it. Boom. I know. So they'll do like a really awesome trick and some girl will just wear like, you know, nothing and like kind of half juggle a ball and like, push it over to like a cup and, and they'll like turn around and like smile and they'll get like a million views and someone who's actually doing something with talent gets Has 75 likes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, that's me. Yeah. So I am sorry. <laughs> well, no, I, no, that's not true. I have a question. I have a question. Speaking of that. Yeah. Who's the, uh, the woman that does the, that at the waste management. Oh, Tanya. So, Shh. so the next one is, the are ta- we going to make fun of her? No. Oh yes and no. Yes and no. That whole thing, this whole section was just kind of making fun of them. But I said the last one, the talented group of the IG influencers. So they, what they do is incredible and so cool. And I I don't feel like a lot of them get as much credit as they should because they have so much talent and it takes so much time for them to one, create these trick shots and these videos. And it, it is frustrating for, for them, I'm sure to see someone have to steal their idea and then just get views because they have their you know ass or their tits out and they don't even credit that person i think i'd be fine if they credit back to whoever started the trend and i think that's a big problem in especially golf with golf influencers is that they never credit back to the person who started it and so it's really frustrating for that person and it's not fair to do that. Like yep. if you if you shout out the person who originally did the video or the trick shot or any of these trends, that's fine. But if you don't and then you get all the credit, I hate that. Yep, but you know that's common in everything, well, right? For like sure. s- like s- skateboard tricks or 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 nick or like um uh even any sports move at all, if you don't name it after yourself, it's someone will steal it and take it and make it theirs and they'll make it popular. Yeah, well, I don't think that's fair. It's life. Oh, it's life. Well. I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. I know. Next one. So we got the YouTubers. Did I just bring you down? No. Okay. I I, I don't know. I could fall into couple of these categories i don't really so i don't consider myself a youtuber even though i have a youtube channel how many wait you have what like a hundred thousand mm-hmm. is that's where is that in in youtube for golf i think it's fairly high up there 
for the world of YouTube, it's just average. I don't, I don't, but I don't really put a lot of effort into YouTube videos. I put a video out every Thursday, I believe, but it's not my main priority. (laughs) Shimmering. I can't wait to go watch it. (laughs) It's good content. (laughs) Go follow. (laughs) I do a lot of like sit down videos and um, golf tutorials. They're... They're riveting. Yeah, hit that subscribe now. Hit <laughs> that subscribe button. So we got the golf YouTubers. Yeah, Things go. remixes with slow motion drone shots is the <laughs> shit. <laughs> that one's my favorite. That's my favorite too. <laughs> I think that might be my favorite of all. Yeah, because it's so true. Mm-hmm. Favorite and most used word is collab. You know, because we like totally gonna get a collab together. You want to collab? Do you want to collab? <laughs> like then we can totally cross promote our channels. I hate that. That's like a huge pet peeve of mine is when people want to like cross promote and collab and like they only want to get a picture with you because then they can post it. I I despise when girls come up to me and ask for a picture and I know them, post it and then have no other interaction with me besides that. And then they'll caption and be like, with my best friend, love you. Like it drives me insane. They won't even have like a conversation and they'll like come up to you and be like, oh my God, we totally need to get a picture. How are you? Good? Okay, fine. Let's take a selfie. And then they just walk away. That has to happen to you every single day. All the time. Like every I'm, day. I'm not friends with a lot of girls now because they will constantly do that. Like I don't mind taking friends with my pic, <laughs> taking pictures <laughs> with my friends, but it just, I hate when people do that. Like at least have a conversation or some kind of interaction outside of that. And then don't pretend like we're best friends when we're not. Okay. So then let me ask you something real quick Mm -hmm. what if that backfires and then all of a sudden someone does do that and then sits there and says like i'm not leaving because she hates when they do that and then she like (laughs) thinks of the dumbest thing to talk about and then you're trapped in like a food court in phoenix i would i mean there's a difference if it's like a someone someone who I don't know and they're coming up and asking for a picture that's completely different and there's like a little bit of small talk and I never see them ever again but if I see you at events all the time and we follow each other and there's some kind of relationship outside of just social media and then you treat me like that that's when I hate that got it okay so that there's the difference like we're a part of the same community but like you treat me like I'm a piece of Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And then they will go behind my back and talk shit about me. I'm like, I don't like you very much. No. No. Okay. This one's not great, but I'm not really into this community as much as some of the other ones. So these are the swing coaches. Swing coaches. Wait a sec now. Okay. Yeah. Tells you, you can hit over 350 yards with one simple swing tip. (laughs) And there's only two for this one. This one's really shady. Thinks they can play on tour after they pass their playing test to become a PGA professional. But the course is set up from the white tees and the pins are placed in the center of the green. But they fail to mention that. Yes. Oh, we, you know what? We are bonded by one thing. And no, it's not our love for golf. It's the fact that we think we are way more important than we actually are. <laughs> and that is golf media, mean girls, table style. Suck it. <laughs> so... I think some were better than others. We can add and take some away. So if you disagree or agree or want to add anything, uh, send send us a message. You know where to do it. 
Yeah, Producer those, Tori will tell us. P-A-R iHeartRadio.com. Easy. You're going to get some for that. Well, I, I mean, if I didn't call myself out, then I think I would get a ton. But I called myself out. It's all in good fun. Like, we all make fun of each other and we all say the stuff behind each other's back. So might as well have some fun with it. Might as well, well record it. Yeah. <laughs> might as well record and tell millions of people all these inside jokes. Keep it out there forever. You can't sit with us. <laughs> you can't sit with us. Which was your favorite? Oh, well, you started in the more of the realm. See, you got to understand something. I, like I said, I don't follow a lot of golfers. Yeah. I don't follow any golfers. Mm-hmm. So like those middle ones whew, over my head, they were over my head. Like I don't have I, influencers, all that stuff. Like I, I don't, I follow way more of like woodworking, construction, stuff like that than I do golfers because Okay, this is, I just pulled up a video. Okay. So this is the sniper shot with the camera angle. Oh. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's. (laughs) (laughs) Which one's that? (laughs) That was Kyle from Carbon, at Carbon Guys. If I'm going to roast him, I should probably give his his at. Because that was cool. It is cool. And that's the thing. Like, it's cool, but we all get so protective over our content. And so if we did it first, we feel like we were the first ones to do it. It's like no one else can do it. And I'm the only one who can do it. And I think I get a little bit like that with the Instagram golf girls. Because, and I, I go back and forth with this because I've seen a lot of girls just randomly pick up the game within the last five years yeah and in in boots in like knee-high boots and they say like so i think they've looked back at like what i have done and they're like okay i can get successful and i can have a career because of playing golf and so they pick up golf for those reasons and in one sense it's great because we're getting more women into the game and that's ultimately what we want we do want to grow the game but at the same time, they're coming in with the intentions just to get followers. And I don't know if that's good or bad. And it's frustrating for me because then these girls will come out and I feel like I'm grouped in with them or people think that I'm like them. And so I think that's why a lot of people assume that I can't play golf. And there's a, a group of Instagram IG golf girls who we grew up playing junior golf together and college golf together, division one college golf. And we played here professionally and most of them have a mini tour win or they've gone to Symmetra and a couple of them gone to LPGA and it started out, the intentions were so great and it almost kind of morphed into this thing that I don't know if I'm super proud of to be a part of because it's not about getting women into the golf anymore. It's about showing your body off to get likes and that's what it is and that's fine because I do that. But I also still am really knowledgeable about the game. And I don't, I feel like I can market myself in that way. But for some of these girls who have only been playing for a short amount of time, who have no idea about anything in golf, and they are coming out and saying like, oh, I'm a golfer. And people are hiring them to play golf and they can't. It's, It's a poor reflection on the girls who can play and who have sacrificed and have done all this stuff. And so there's kind of this divide between the LPGA girls and the Instagram golf girls. And I get it. And I can see why. Because these girls who have never played are getting this attention and they're getting... Um, endorsements and these deals and the girls on the LPGA tour who are grinding for nothing, who are out there day in and day out and have sacrificed their whole lives, can't get a, a, a sponsorship dollar. And it seems unfair. 
But then there's the other, the flip side of it. And it's like, well, you got to put yourself out there too. Do you want to be out there doing sponsor events? And do you want to do photo shoots and appearances and all of these things that take your attention off of playing golf full time? So there's, I go back and forth so much about, do I think the IG golf girl culture is good for golf? Is it good for women? Am I incorp- Am I adding to that? If it's toxic, how can I be better? Um, is what I'm doing good? And I think that the difference is that I, I'm me. I've done this from the beginning. I, I've worn these clothes for such a long time. I mean, I got in trouble in junior golf for wearing this. It's just kind of who I am. And so all of this has just been very authentic to, to me. And so when these girls try to, they're not being authentic to themselves and just copying what I'm doing, I get frustrated with that. And I don't think that is the right thing. Sure. I mean, because they're biting on you. And like I said, I mean, that happens, that happens with comedy too. That was the other thing I was thinking about. I, 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 I follow a lot of comics and comedians. When, and and they, that, that, that happens too. People bite jokes. It, it's just the way it is. I, and I think what you're saying is, 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 not, is, is very valid but I and tell me if I'm wrong, but it's almost like you feel personally um, because you're the OG, because you've been doing this. I'm responsible for all of this. That. And so but I think you, that's why you, I end up yeah. getting a lot of hate from especially like the LPGA girls, yeah. because I started this movement, which I don't and I go back and forth on. And, and it's not just no, you can't. there's a there's kind of this big divide. It's. You got like the LPGA girls against the Instagram golf girls, but then you also have um, old media with new media. And there's a huge divide there because they feel like young media is not respectful towards everyone else who's kind of paved the way for them and that their content isn't great. And so I made the joke um, about the foreplay guys because they put out a video of like high-fiving Tiger and it will get millions of views and, you know... um, since they were just arguing, I'll use Jeff Shackelford as an example, he'll put a very thoughtful piece together and it might not get as many hits. Or, And so I can see then both sides of it. Um, Foreplay is doing a really great job of getting young golfers into the game and making it more fun and enjoyable. But then Jeff is also adding to how great golf is and, and he's educating. And I think you need both of them. And that's what people are missing. You need someone like a foreplay to drive people in or like no laying up is another good example to drive people into the game. But then you need people like Jeff to then educate them and they see it as one or the other instead of working together. And it's the same with the LPGA girls and the Instagram golf girls. I'm not taking your spot. I'm not taking any of your money. Everything I do is separate and I can help you. So when I stopped playing, I wanted to, and we went to the LPGA tour and we said, hey, can we, can I do social media for the tour? And they said, absolutely not. We want nothing to do with you. And that was really frustrating for me because I want to help. I want to help them. And they, they don't want my help. But if we work together, then hopefully I can get them more attention. That more attention, more eyes on them is more money for them and for all the hard work that they've done. I admire them so much because I've gone through the same path that they have gone through. They just were more successful at it than I was. And I then chose to do media and now they're still playing, but they're separate. But we can work together. Same with old media and new media. It's the same thing. And you need to stop this competition and feel like you're taking something away from someone else because you're not. So... Why do you think the LPGA, did they give you a reason why they, I mean, I can assume, but 
But everyone's trying to modernize, right? Because the game is dying. So Because I wasn't a member on either the Symmetra Tour or the LPGA Tour, and they wanted to work with someone who was a current member. A current member. But I didn't want to play, and I don't know if there was just a lack of communication there on how I wanted to help, but it's... It was definitely frustrating. And so I always feel like an outcast. And, you know, I've even like a lot of girls will make shady comments towards me on online and I'll reach out to them privately. And I'm like, hey, like, let's have a conversation about this. What do you dislike about me? How can we fix it? How can I help you? And I never get a response back. Well, yeah. Why? What are they going to say? And I have a lot of friends on the tour, so I don't want to... I don't want people to think that I, you know, hate all the girls on the LPGA tour. That's definitely not it. But I want to help. And and my intentions are good. And even though maybe a lot of other girls, Instagram golf girls, and their intentions aren't as pure, doesn't mean that my intentions are bad. And I hate being grouped in with a group that I'm not that person. Or, you know, it's, it's definitely frustrating for me. And there's so much drama on (laughs) in the golf industry and we haven't even touched on any of it it's very toxic and and I think it's in any in business and life and everything there's just always this competition jealousy and people are just so mean to each other and there's so much backstabbing going on and people being fake and it's so frustrating being in this community because we promote ourselves in golf as being like we talked about in the last episode a gentleman's game and we talk about our morals and the tradition and that's what sets golf apart and we don't cheat and we don't lie okay well uphold that and everything you do then within the golf community because you're not doing that you're being a shady horrible person you're treating everyone like shit and then you turn back it around and be like and then to the public you have this different persona and it's just so frustrating like they hide behind their etiquette and proper rules or their job title or whatever it may be and they use it to to keep everyone else down yeah all right what would be perfect world for you on this this subject what because i I, it it seems like a tidal wave of shit yeah oh it is for sure so what like what for you what would you love because you don't want you don't you don't want to play LPGA. No. You're not going back to that. No. What, how would you like it to, how would you like to somehow remedy this situation? So I'm put, I kind of, I have to deal with one, like the professional, the LPGA girls, and then also golf media as well. And I'm not very well liked by either sides of those. Um, I wish we could just all coexist. I think there needs to be a healthy level of like competition because I think that makes us all so much better at what we do. But what I do doesn't take away from what someone else does. We have so like our skill sets are unique to us and we're all going to make golf better, but you need to allow us to do that. And we need to be comfortable with sharing the spotlight or, um, being okay with someone else getting attention for a week or um, cheering on someone else who's putting out really great content or share each other's content. There's definitely none of that. I know I'm competitive, especially now in this new podcasting world. Like you want to do better than everyone else, but I'm friends with a lot of these guys and I want them to do well because if they do well and I do well, that's better for golf. And that's such a great thing. Uh, A rising tide floats all boats. (laughs) 
But then people forget about that. And it's always like when I put this podcast out, a lot of people who I was really good friends with and I congratulate a lot when they put great content out has they didn't say congratulations or I love what you're doing. And that was really upsetting to me because I always tried to be really supportive of everyone else and to not even send me a text and say, that's so awesome. Proud of you. That was that was annoying. Like I, I didn't like that. And it just shows you how people are and they're like, oh great. Now another thing we have to compete with. And it's just the mindset in, and I think it's everything, but in golf is just so toxic. So it's almost like another level of you finding out who your friends are again. Like you had to do it in golf. You had, you had to do it in gymnastics. Then you had to do it in golf, college golf, pro golf, then Instagram and now podcast. Yeah, it's just everything. But I, I don't think this is a me problem. I think this is just an everybody problem now where there's just so much competition. And it's so hard to find good, genuine friends or people in your life because it, it's always about... Like, I'm sure you've had so many fake friends and people who have backstabbed you to try to get ahead. And when you're doing well or you're at the top, then, you know, everyone try they're trying to bring you down. Like, I see so many posts of IG golf girls. They'll make shady comments like, oh, if I have my tits out, maybe I'll get 2 million followers too. And oh, you only have to have your boobs out because that's what everyone likes. And it's it's like, that's so unnecessary. Maybe if you stop doing that and were a better person, then you would get the jobs that I would have. Or if you worked harder and spent less time thinking about me and more time on yourself, then you would get more jobs. Yeah, in a way they're self-sabotaging. Exactly. Like that's not what you need to be doing. I think people take away, they think that, I mean, it's a huge compliment to my boobs that they think that this, (laughs) these two things were the only thing that helped me be successful in my life. Like they act like I don't talk. I don't do anything. All I do is just show up to a job and it's just like my tits are out. Right. And that's frustrating. Like they don't realize the fact that like I'm never late. I am always professional at jobs. I try to treat everyone as kind as possible. I work extremely hard. I am also good at creating content. Like this is actually a job and it takes talent to do that, to be able to connect with people. That's not an easy thing. And it's, it's definitely frustrating when they just want to always constantly push me down. And I get it from the IG golf girls. I get it from the LPGA girls. I get it from like old media. I get it from new media. And it's just like, come on. And they don't do it just to me. They do it to everyone else too. It's like, get over it. Get over yourselves. It's not that big of a deal. So how are you going to go forward? Because like you said, this this is- I'm going to then add to the toxic culture of calling people out on my podcast and being super shady and mean. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, I did. <laughs> let's, I mean, let's just let's just have a shady and mean yeah, I think if segment you, every time. I love that. I think if you have fun with it and you laugh about it and it's done in a way where people know that you are just joking, but- it's then that's fine I'm not I don't mean any of the stuff I'm saying I slightly do because I do think people are just so they get like 20,000 followers and they think they're like they can walk on water it's like no you are still the same person you live with your family right and you're like in Michigan like right. nothing in your life has changed like, right 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 exactly <laughs> I, I can actually vouch for that because don't I, you have? I don't even have 20,000 <laughs> followers i was no on, but i think we need I like on tv for a f- 
fucking decade and I don't have well, I'm sure 20,000 followers. But I'm sure it's frustrating for you because you were on TV for such a long time and you've paid your dues and you've done all this stuff and then maybe you see someone who's successful on social media and to you it might seem like they've done less effort but they're getting more opportunities. 100%. And, and that's took frustrating. Me a, it took me a very long time to get over that. So what's your advice for... <laughs> I guess old golf media. Yeah. <laughs> Looking so, at all the young young ones. Look, I mean this whole thing happened before my eyes. I mean, I was in entertainment while this and, and when F- Facebook came out, I was like that sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah. I never had Facebook. Then Twitter and Instagram came out and I was like that all sounds like a terrible idea. And then the network made me get them. And then I got into it and then I got all sour. Because I was like, wait a second, this person's had 13 shows on TV and has 50 times the followers I have. I have over 300 episodes of television in my history. I I couldn't get a follow. I don't know. There's a really good joke there. What's a good Instagram joke? I couldn't get a follow in a, in a, I don't know. I just, I was trying to make a joke. I I was just trying to make a joke. I couldn't get a follow. Anyway, the point was I was super sour about it because yeah. now that's how people make money. Yeah. And that's how you get new TV shows. And I don't know what to do about it. I mean, I'm, I've, I've come to grips with it, but I don't know what to do with it. I don't, I don't, I don't have any advice. Well, that was a great way to end this segment. <laughs> on that? No. On, on my that? grief? No. On my Did grief? Did I just bring it all down? No, I think, but I think that's great that you said that because it's something that we're all working through. Like... Just because I have followers, I'm still, I guess, jealous of other people who are doing well in different spaces. Like you, you just, you want to be successful and you see someone else doing it. And I think our first reaction is, oh, they haven't worked that hard. They just got lucky. But you don't think, you don't see all of the hard work behind the scenes or what happened. And a lot of time it, it is luck, but you're still doing well. No, look, I, and here's the other thing. And like, you're, you're still... I mean, you're successful and you've done all this really awesome stuff. And I'm sure they're they're looking at you and thinking, oh, I wish I had a show for that long or I wish I did that, too. For sure. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that that was what I wanted to do. I'm not. And and I really the only thing I wanted to touch on with that is that there is so much bitterness about the whole thing. Yeah. And there is so much competition about the whole thing. And I don't have any answers for that whole thing. What I will tell you is this. People follow who they want to follow. Right. That's, that's, that's what it is. So if you've got something, they're going to follow it. Right. Yeah. Listen, I know that you're saying you don't have any advice, but we have TNA coming up next, which I think you're going to have a lot of advice for our listeners. Yes. So we'll come back after this break with some TNA. It's construction, isn't it? Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Back to playing around with Paige Renee. See, I just established again where we are. You're so good at that. Thank you. So let's get into what I'm good at. TNA. Yes. TNA. <laughs> we should have a song for that. Like a... That's not... out of the group is just singing right I'm sorry. My best friend texts me and she goes, your whole podcast is one big dad joke. Oh, no. And I was like, yeah. Am I fired? <laughs> no, it's like I, I make dad jokes and then you make, you, you are a dad joke. And so it's just this one big dad joke. <laughs> okay, well, I don't like your friend. No, she said she loves it. Okay, dads, are you ready? TNA time. What types of drills do you recommend so that I can have a hot putter on my next round? And um, what's a hot putter? <laughs> A hot putter is when you're making everything. So, like, you're on fire. Mm, that's my golf game. That's how I would say it. And you're not thinking about it. You once you just, once you, once you get your hot putter, you just walk up and you just knock them in. It's like a, it's like an exponential confidence builder. So my favorite drill that I like to do, and it's so easy and simple, and not a lot of people think about it, is that you play 18 holes, in just with your putter. So you go to the putting green, pick 18 different putts that you're going to have and you can't three putt and you have to get your first putt past the hole and if you don't do that you have to restart and you have to go through your entire routine this is so great because a lot of people will do these drills that are good drills but they'll just hit 100 three footers and you don't you don't move your feet you don't look even look at the hole you just get in this rhythm of just hitting putt after putt after putt and you get out on the golf course and you go through routine and it just changes everything and you don't feel that confidence anymore so doing this drill is where you you are taking what you're doing on the putting green and taking it to the golf course and it's so much easier because you're going through routine you are simulating a real round of golf 
as you're practicing. And that's the easiest, best way to do it. And if you don't have a lot of time, because a lot of people don't love to practice putting, this is the best, fastest drill you can do. Question. Mm -hmm. When you do it eight, you eight, 18 times, there's not, there's rarely 18 pins on a practice screen. Does so it, do you pick different ones? Yeah, it doesn't matter. So like lengths? the first one could be a, an uphill six footer. Next one is a 24 um, footer that's breaking left to right. And then you can do a 60 footer. So you just want to mix it up every single time. Give yourself some easy putts that you can make. Give yourself some hard putts. And the goal is to not three putt. And then you, if you want to make it even more challenging, you get the first putt, first putt past the hole. And then you don't have to restart. Boom. I mean, I'm ready to go. <laughs> well, listen, if you guys have... Any Still going, still going, still going. If you guys have any questions that you want answered on par, email us at par at iheartradio.com. And I feel like that was a really good show. I think it was a good show, except for the music that's been we could really step that's back. been going on. Maybe we need to work on you that. You know, the best part is I you're could gonna just, all apologize to me. I that's could just what the heck? <laughs> I could just mute his mic. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> so <laughs> Josh is yelling in the corner, but this is playing around with Paige Renee and producer Tori, and we are now taking over <laughs> from this. I think that has a nice ring to it. I think it. it sounds really great. Oh. I still get paid, right? <laughs> Follow Playing Around with Paige Renee on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.